I dag er jeg på nytt i den kazakstanske ambassade her i Oslo og møter ambassadør Jerkin Akinjanov som deler med mig om utviklingen i hans land, om utfordringer og muligheter og hvordan de kjemper sammen for de kommende generationer Følg veldig godt med. Well, so good to be with you again, Your Excellency Ambassador Yerkin Akinjanov here mm. in the Embassy of Kazakhstan in Oslo, Norway. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming again, and you are most welcome. Actually, today uh, I'm making my third show with you in this uh, program, and uh, very soon I'm going to make a fourth one also. It's, it's so good because you have such a clear message and communicate mm -hmm. it in, in this trust-building endeavor that we're involved in. Uh, I would also like to emphasize the importance of such uh, exchanges and uh, my deepest appreciation for your efforts. Yeah. Uh, because these days, this very complicated situation all over the world, when people uh, are suffering from the lack of trust uh, and this lack of trust uh, mostly uh, is based on lack of, of information, uh, of misperception, misperceptions and uh, stereotypes which leads to ignorance and arrogance uh, in relations. Uh, so uh, your noble activity of disseminating information, of making uh, people to learn about each other, of educating people about different cultures, different lands, different people is a really highly, highly honorable and uh, noble mission of yours. And for that, I would again reiterate our appreciation to your, to your noble activity and mission. Thank you so much, Ambassador uh, mm -hmm. Akinjalov. I appreciate that. Um, last time I was here, uh, that was in January, of uh, 2022. Of mm. course, I've been with, with you several times mm. after that, but for the TV show, we talked about the developments in mm. Kazakhstan because of some deep unrest in the first mm. week or so of this year. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to ask you, would you just give me some short uh, pointers as to how this has been resolved afterwards in Kazakhstan? Okay. Uh, very complex uh, question which requires a little bit in-depth in-depth uh, analysis and explanation but I'll uh, take into account uh, the limits uh, time limits I I'll try to uh, to give uh, uh, comment to comment on this question first and foremost you need to see the background of what has happened in Kazakhstan you know that uh, every country is facing, for the last few years, is facing enormous pressure, economic, social uh, pressure from pandemic, from negative uh, trends in developments, etc. There are also geopolitical tensions and conflicts mm. on rise. And definitely all these affect uh, the developments in every, each and every country. In Kazakhstan in particular, we have these uh, negative trends uh, 
as well, uh, they were aggravated with the situation when we had uh, found ourselves in the not only in economic stagnation or decline or crisis management, but uh, we have found ourselves also in kind of political stagnation. And altogether, this led to uh, to the situation when people started voicing their concerns and disagreements. Uh, what has happened in January, those were primarily and originally uh, the economic protests, yeah. which uh, social and economic demands of population, which were immediately uh, got immediate reaction on behalf of President Takayev and the government. Unfortunately, uh, at some point, when the agreement between the protesters, peaceful protesters, and the government was already shaped, uh, some forces decided to uh, override, to, talk, to, to, to take over the situation and engaged and provoked violent action. So uh, turning both peaceful protesters and the government as hostages of their, uh, of their, I would say, it, it was an attempted coup d'etat. Well, uh, by the way, was it this domestic forces or external? I would say that the driving force was domestic. And of course, they have took the chance of uh, taking on board every possible uh, actor, including foreign uh, mercenaries, uh, to uh, create chaos in the country. And I believe uh, this attempt, attempted coup d'etat, was the reaction, very negative reaction, of those forces who were not uh, happy with the reforms agenda of President Takayev, yeah. which he started promoting from the very first days in, in the office uh, since 2019. Yeah. Uh, if you have been following the developments in my, in my country, you, you should know that uh, he has uh, proposed and put forward and started implementing several packages of political, social and economic reforms. I, I, by the way, I read uh -huh. Astana Times every day, and oh, I, yes. I'm always impressed by the, 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 the tempo of reforms in your country. Yes. And at some point, at some point, uh, those who were not happy, uh, who were trying to retain their oligopolic and control position over political and economic life in the country, uh, they decided that uh, these reforms, and uh, in general, and... Uh, President Tokayev, uh, in particular, present a threat to their uh, to their position, yeah. and that's why they instigated this uh, coup d'état, availing of peaceful, really genuinely peaceful protests, economic uh, protest uh, by peaceful protesters, and but of course uh, the resolute stand the resolute approach of president and those who support him both in the government as well as as in civil society uh, helped him to stabilize the situation to take control of the situation and to continue with his reforms 
And uh, currently, uh, we have passed a very important milestone in his continuous efforts since 2019, continuous efforts uh, to resolutely uh, continue with reforms. Uh, we had, as you know, in June we had a popular vote, a referendum on constitutional amendments. And the majority of population of Kazakhstan supported and voted for these amendments. The major points of these amendments, one-third of the constitution was amended. It's a big number. The uh, major point was to rebalance the system of power, the political structure okay. of, of the country, to bring it again back to the normal when all branches of power at all levels are equally important and equally uh, equ have, have, uh, have, have equal rights to uh, decide and to act. Uh, because uh, it was clearly said that till present we have developed in the country, we have developed a super presidential system of power mm -hmm. and that disbalance has to be uh, improved okay, okay. and these are all those previous packages of reforms this constitutional reform of, of June and uh, next steps are all steps towards that direction these are uh, the all of them are integral part of of the same very ambitious uh, but very practical uh, reforms uh, program and agenda of President Takayev. So, so the, the, the branches are the judiciary, the, the parliament, Legislative, yeah. the, the, and then the execution. Uh, executive, executive, yes. Executive, which is This the is re rebalancing uh, the uh, powers between these two, three which classical is branches. Like, like uh, us in the West. But it is also to rebalance the powers within individual, each branch, for instance, uh, if we talk about uh, executive power, uh, it is th one of the major goals is to create an accountable government. Yeah. In the super presidential system, the government is just a, an appendix to, to super president. Yeah. Uh, but in the proposed uh, change, in proposed changes, the government should be accountable. So yeah. the formula is simple, strong president, powerful parliament, and accountable government. Yeah. And the f uh, composition of the government, the creation of the government, uh, both president and, and the parliament should, have, should, uh, should play equally important uh, role on, on a par. Yeah. So, but this goes also beyond that. It is at a central national level. But it goes beyond that, uh, rebalancing the system of relations between the national, central, yeah. uh, executive branch uh, of power and, and local, the regional. Uh, regional, local. This is giving more powers to local mm -hmm. authorities, in more independent, decentralization, mm -hmm. political, social, economic issues. Uh, decentralization means not only just declaring or writing new rules for them to govern and to, to decide for their own life at local level, but also providing them with uh, certain instruments, fiscal, financial, economic instruments, empowering them 
to implement their policies and their agendas. Uh, Your Excellency, uh, it, it fascinates me to hear you say this. And also when I, I, I compare what you're saying mm -hmm. with, with the, uh, your English language newspaper, Astana Times, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, President Tokayev, uh, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if he is the mm -hmm. perfect, but I mean, he surely is very proactive. I mean, he has not been lazy after the 20 in January unrest. He's been so active to <laughs> yes. meet the demands yes. and, and set new parameters. Because he, uh, he, as well as we, all uh, who support him, cannot afford that. Yeah. Cannot afford to be non-active, yeah. to be not proactive, because mm -hmm. uh, it, is not just, it is not enough just to be active. You need to be proactive. Exactly. Not to follow the developments, but foresee the developments and to uh, create a situation when negative trends are not going further, are not developing further. So uh, that is why uh, the, he has one of the latest uh, proposals by President Tokayev to have early election. It is quite what natural. Is what yeah. is that? This is a very natural and logical, based on common sense, step, uh, a, a follow-up to these major developments in reforming the political, social, and economic system of the country reshuffling, I would say, yeah. uh, and uh, making it balanced. Uh, the importance of, I would say, early announcement of the series of <coughs> uh, elections, of electoral cycle, mm. it's also something new for Kazakhstan uh, yeah. political uh, life and pra practice. Uh, since he announced that this year we will be having presidential, early presidential elections, but at the same time he said that we will be having also new uh, early uh, parliamentary elections uh, by the middle of next year. Okay. Before the uh, in the first half of the mm -hmm. next year, which is also important, giving very much in advance, very clear picture and message of what is going on. And this is uh, uh, the move to renew, to reset the the entire political system of Kazakhstan. Uh, implementing in practice all those reforms which were voted by people during yeah. the referendum in June. in June. So that's that's a logical step. So what's the, is there a new uh, <coughs> term for the president now? I mean, uh, until now, has it been four years or five no, years? No, 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 he's been only three years yeah, in the office. For long, uh, how long was he, was he elected for? Uh, it is for five years, yeah. uh, but uh, he's, uh, yeah, some say that he's losing another two years, uh, which would be very helpful for him to, some, yeah, some say that very helpful for him to strengthen his position, to expand his team, and to, let us say, uh, smooth uh, the way, his way for the next regular elections. But, uh, he decided, understanding the risks and understanding the disadvantages that, that just he cuts off two years of, uh, available for him in office in a regular way. Yeah. Uh, he, mean, let's say, limits himself in, in certain, in certain, in certain uh, let's say, to a certain extent. Uh, he decided to go open face, with open face, and uh, offering people uh, this uh, early election to receive a, a new mandate in new circumstances, in new reality. Yeah. But uh, 
my personal also view is that he's not just uh, taking into account different tactical and strategical uh, considerations and uh, there are extensive debates in the society right now what are the tactics and tactical and strategical considerations behind that and explanations and comments uh, including by president himself or his uh, closest ADs uh, as well as of course comments by observers uh, by critics uh, everyone mm. I personally believe that this move yes it is about getting new trust mandate but president also have has in mind to make people wake up and along with traditional analysis disputes over developments criti criticism to open up to new reality themselves yeah. to strengthen not just trust in in him as a politician but to strengthen trust in in themselves yeah. that they can make the difference that they can make the difference in new reality with new rules actively being developed and introduced. Yeah, exactly. So the trust in people in themselves. So this is a two, two sides of the same it's coin. It's like the American, I think, uh, Constitutional's uh, declaration, we the people. We the people, yes. Because uh, unfortunately the stagnation, political stagnation, which President himself points, points to, it is not only about uh, government or president or the system, political system, to be stagnated. It is also about uh, waking up yeah. for the people to believe in themselves, yeah. to trust in their own powers, yeah. and to have courage to make the difference. It's like your daughters. You have three daughters. Yes. Uh, so they can yes. also say, we the people. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's absolutely, uh, especially when we have a uh, dispute over one or another issue, we as parents try to promote our vision. And when my, <laughs> my daughters uh, tries to defend their stand <laughs> and yeah. promote their, their point of view. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, but on a more serious note, uh, this is, uh, as I said, this is a matter of uh, trust. Yeah. This is a matter of believing, uh, faith. But, but sir, I, I notice you, you, you say, you repeat, that there's a lot of debate. There's many opinions. Yeah. And uh, I've come to become friendly with uh, several people in Kazakhstan. Mm -hmm. and. And uh, I, I hear this a lot, you know, constructive things, you know, there's discussions. So would you say that probably, if I understand correctly, Kazakhstan does not have a multi-party system, but there's a really is a strong debate in mm -hmm. society, which is channeled through the, the system. Well, uh, there is uh, a, every opportunity in the society right now. Yeah. Uh, for express views, no matter you do it uh, as a party member or affiliated to any organization or just you are uh, a private person, uh, the debates are really sometimes very hot. <laughs> uh, 
but but it's good because it's it, good. they they provide the grounds uh, to find the uh, the truth which uh, is always in, somewhere in the middle and when i was uh, elaborating on trust the trust it, it takes as as a tango it takes two yeah so true not uh, n- uh, none of the leader of the leaders can uh, look for, for for a trust from people who do not trust themselves exactly so let us say freeing freeing people social and political instincts uh unchaining their social and political in- instincts giving them more opportunity to debate to to decide and to exchange of, on different opinions and eventually come to a single uh, kind of or common commonly accepted denominator th- this is also a, a very uh, important process yeah. and uh, since we, we are talking about uh, uh, the election electoral uh, cycle the, this constitutional changes we also should keep in mind that uh, these reforms already approved uh in principle the possibility of people to unite in political parties uh, more is e- easier yeah uh, uh, uh so the ba- major thresholds for creating a political parties were lowered yeah. significantly so it it is now uh, easier to create a, a political party till now we had six political parties yeah. only uh, three of them in the parliament Yeah. uh but uh, now a, possibi- a, a, poss- a possibility to create new political party uh, is much uh, uh, wider and bigger and uh, for that he has identified a proposal to hold parliamentary elections when this could be utilized this right to create political party and go for election uh, in a really truly multi-party system could be utilized by the middle of 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 next year because he he has he has giving uh, he has given enough time to settle all this uh, kind of uh, i would say bureaucratic or or uh, technical issues with creation of parties along with that uh, electoral system is changed to the extent that uh, not only political parties can Uh, run for parliament for mandates in the parliament individuals can do it ah we are introducing and uh, constitution uh, uh, was amended accordingly introducing this single uh, mandate uh, constituencies when a person uh, uh, leader of opinion political leader who does not want to be affiliated with a party or does not want to go uh to the parliament uh, as a uh, as a member of any party in a party list can run for the parliament so himself or herself daughters can simply say one day yes. dad yeah. vote for me i i'm i'm now standing for election yes <laughs> so we are introducing this mixed system yeah. party list along with a single mandate constituencies i appreciate you telling us this because i i get kind of fed up by some of the western media that is uh you know it's like we are the best and really we should start appreciating 
the greatness of the process in Kazakhstan? Well, um, I, I would say that uh, these days uh, everyone, no matter how advanced in democracy development uh, the country is, everyone is now facing these challenges and yeah. crises, yeah. existential crises, maybe. And that's why people these days are not talking too much about uh, that who is better, but... Uh, uh, they are talking about uh, what to do just to improve our own life. Unfortunately, not every time, because some crises uh, people are not looking for ways out. Yeah. Uh, in some crises, people are looking for excuses. Yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. You are right. In some instances, uh, uh, this all depends on will. Exactly. On will. But sir. As we go to the end of this conversation, I noted that um, President Tokayev has uh, presented a huge financial package mm -hmm. for children. Oh, yes. Tell us about yeah. that. This is a part of uh, social and economic uh, improvements. Uh, as you know, we have created our own uh, national oil fund, which was established following the pattern and experience of Norway. Exactly. Thank you for that. And uh, this is also was a very uh, big debate in the society uh, as per for the uh, efficient uh, management of this fund. This fund is called uh, Fund for Future Generations, and kids are definitely future generations. And uh, this is yet another practical step in those proposals who were, which were vo voiced uh, to, create, to create a social welfare state, a fair, to create fair conditions for everyone. And this initiative is about to create uh, individual accounts for each kid. Like financial accounts, financial bank accounts. accounts. Bank accounts, financial. And to allocate uh, half of the revenues, investment revenues from oil fund to these uh, accounts, personal accounts. These accounts uh, would be, uh, will be available for each kid after each kid gets to, I mean, uh, 18 years old. Wow. Uh, and uh, the, mm, there are two major purposes for this money for any kid after he or she reaches 18 years old to be spent for education and for housing. Wow. Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, one can say that there could be not enough money, maybe, to cover every need. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the government uh, introduces uh, other incentives, uh, kid-related incentives, including uh, cheap uh, student loans, uh, including uh, housing to orphans, when they reach age and uh, start their own, uh, let us say, life as grown-ups. Wow. And, and, and many, many others. Uh, actually, this year, uh, this 2022, is declared as the year of children in Kazakhstan. That's amazing. But in general, uh, this is also a part of bigger picture and uh, children's rights and uh, well-being has always been a priority. And uh, with President Takayev, uh, he personally included uh, 
this topic from the again from the very first days in the office in to, since 2019. For instance, it's it relates not only to financial assistances, uh, some social issues, but it also relates to the issues like uh, toughening uh, toughening criminal punishment for uh, crimes against kids. Oh. That's uh, so making making the them more tougher. At the same time, uh, when we talk about criminal code, uh, the reforms uh, also it is very balanced. We are toughening uh, things in one areas uh, like uh, toughening uh, punishment for crimes against kids, as well as uh, at the same time we are easing, let us say, criminal prosecution or even uh, shifting uh, some uh, issues from criminal area to civil area, like libel, yeah, or uh, some uh, like some other, or the uh, one of the elements of the latest constitutional amendment was the complete and final abolition of death penalty. Exactly, and so it is I a multifaceted, uh, let's say, job uh, covering so many areas that uh, it is years and decades ahead uh, of, of hard work uh, for future generations, for current uh, president, government and civil society and future generations and That's as well. why you're here in Norway these years, to fight for your country and represent your nation. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for starting out by talking about trust building in your nation and finishing off by speaking about the vision and measures for the future generations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Master Yedkin Akinshalo, and God bless you. So God bless you. Thank you.